Welcome back to the Functional Longevity Podcast. We give you information on how to get fit, feel younger, and live better. My name is Chris Borda, best-selling author and owner of Yes Fitness. And I'd first like to start off by saying our broadcast today is sponsored by Yes Fitness. Most people lose energy, strength, and the ability to enjoy life as they age. At Yes Fitness, we help people age 40 plus live longer and enjoy those extra years doing the things they love to do. I'd like to thank you for taking the time to listen to what I have to say this afternoon in this broadcast. I always appreciate it. Uh, I don't take it lightly that you take time from your busy day to listen to what I have to say. So I have some interesting research for you today. Before we get to that, um, let's get a little quick housekeeping. If you want to get a transcript or a timestamp of today's broadcast, you can head on over to yesfitnessct.com. Right across the top, you'll see podcast. Click on that button. You can get access to any of our 253 broadcasts. And you also can get this broadcast wherever podcasts can be found. New research may show limiting oxygen helps you live longer. Today, we're going to dive into a topic that might just take your breath away. Quite literally, we're going to explore the intriguing possibility that reduced oxygen intake could be linked to extended lifespan. So buckle up, listeners, because we're about to embark on a breathless adventure into the world of longevity research. Now, you might be wondering, Chris, how on earth can breathing less lead to a longer life? Well, it all stems from a growing body of research suggesting that oxidative stress caused by excessive oxygen intake may play a significant role in aging and age-related diseases. It's an idea that challenges our conventional understanding of oxygen as a life-sustaining element. The things that they study is just crazy. But um, let's take a look at some of the research. One study that caught my attention was published in the prestigious journal Nature Communications. Researchers from the University of Colorado Boulder conducted experiments on round worms called Cenorobatidis eleganus, if I said that correctly. I may not have pronounced it that correctly, but let's just say small round worms, a commonly studied model organism in aging research. They found that reducing oxygen levels by as little as 0.5%, 0.5% extended the lifespan of the worms by a remarkable 15 to 20%. This research sparked curiosity among scientists, and they began to explore how reducing oxygen levels might affect larger organisms like mice. A team at the University of California, Irvine, led by Dr. Jody Nanari, discovered that mice exposed to intermittent hypoxia or reduced oxygen levels displayed improved mitochondrial function, reduced inflammation, and enhanced resistance to oxidative stress. These factors are all known to be closely linked to aging processes. Another intriguing piece of puzzles came from a study published in the journal Cell. Scientists at Harvard Medical School examined the effects of hypoxia-inducible factors, or HIFs, proteins. These are proteins that regulate oxygen levels in cells. They discovered that by activating HIFs, 
in the cells of various organisms, including worms, flies, and mice, extended their lifespan by up to 30%. 30%. These findings suggest that manipulating the body's response to oxygen can have a profound impact on longevity. So what could be the underlying mechanism behind this phenomenon? Well, one theory is that reduced oxygen intake triggers a process called hormesis. Hormesis, we've discussed this before, in which the body responds to mild stresses by activating protective mechanisms. These mechanisms, such as increased production of antioxidants and enhanced DNA repair, can counteract the damage caused by reactive oxygen species and slow down the aging process. Let's take a look at hormesis again. Hormesis is a phenomenon in which exposure to a low dose of harmful stuff, substances or stressors can actually be beneficial effect on an organism. It refers to the biphasic dose response relationship where low doses have a stimulating or adaptive effect while high doses are toxic or detrimental. So here are some examples of hormesis. Exercise, number one, let's get right into it, right? Let's not wait. Let's talk about exercise. Exercise is a form of hormesis. It places stress on the body, causing temporary damage to muscles and other tissues. However, these stresses promote physiological adaptations that lead to improved fitness, strength, and overall health. Caloric restriction, number two, restricting calorie intake without manipulation without malnutrition has shown to extend the lifespan, improve health in, in various organisms, such as yeast, worms, flies, and mammals. Mild energy restrictions activate cellular stresses response pathways and increases cellular defenses, leading to enhanced resilience and longevity. Number three, heat stress. So short-term exposure to moderate heat stress, such as through saunas or hot baths, can trigger heat shock proteins and other protective mechanisms. This has been associated with improved cardiovascular function, increased heat tolerance, and potential benefits for certain health conditions. Number four, cold exposure. Cold exposure, such as cold showers or cryotherapy, can activate brown adipose tissue. It increases metabolic rate and enhances the body's ability to withstand stress. So cold-induced hormesis has been linked to improve immune function, reduced inflammation, and potential benefits for mood disorders. And finally, number five, radiation hormesis. Yeah, radiation hormesis, low doses. In some cases, low-dose radiation exposure has been suggested to have a hormetic effect. Studies on animals and cell cultures have shown that low-dose radiation can stimulate DNA repair mechanisms, activate antioxidant defenses, and enhance immune function. However, the exact implications and the risk of radiation hormesis in humans are still a topic of debate among research. And finally, number six, phytochemicals. Many natural compounds found in plants, such as polyphenols, flavonoids, resveratrol, exhibit hormetic effects. These substances are considered to be antioxidants, 
and have been associated with various health benefits, including anti-aging effects, improved cognitive function, and protection against chronic disease. It's important to note that hormesis is a complex phenomenon and effects can be deepening on the organism's dose. Pardon me. The effects can vary depending on the the organism's dose in specific circumstances. While hormetic responses have been observed in various contexts, caution should be exercised when applying these concepts to human health as individual responses can differ and optimal doses or exposure for hormesis may not be well-defined in all cases. Now, before you start holding your breath for longer periods, it's important to emphasize that we're still in the early stages of understanding this complex relationship between oxygen intake and lifespan. Many, many questions remain unanswered, such as optimal level of oxygen reduction and potential long-term side effects. However, the promising results of these studies open up an exciting avenues for future research and development of novel interventions that could enhance human health and longevity. Perhaps one day we'll see these therapies that mimic the effects of reduced oxygen intake, allowing us to breathe a little lighter and live a little longer. Now you may not have to restrict oxygen intake, right? This is to get the positive effects of hormesis. We don't need to go out there right now. There's more research to be done on it. There's simpler things we can do in our lives. For example, exercise, where we talk about some sort of caloric restriction. For example, what I do, we do some restrictive uh, eating or time-restricted eating where I try to get all my calories in in a six- or eight-hour window. Um, Got heat stress, got cold stress, all these things have shown positive effects on the body. Well, that wraps up our deep dive into the possibility of reduced oxygen intake might be linked to an extended health span. Remember, science is a journey of discovery, and we're only just scratching the surface of this fascinating topic. So until then, stay curious, my friends, and join me next time for another captivating episode of the Functional Longevity Podcast, where we're going to give you insight on how to get fit, feel young, live better. Until then, breathe easy and keep up exploring.